Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. Hello and welcome to Hardcore Listening Podcast. We have got a new recording device and it means we can do stuff like this. Yes. And do the, uh, I say, if I say something really funny. Go on in, go on in. You, um, Big floppy donkey dicks. Brilliant. Uh, yeah, and so like throughout this podcast today, um, well I'll tell you what, before we do anything, let's talk about our sponsors. Okay, so. <laughs> you were very professional there. I want to tell you about the Say What podcast. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> Someone's found the effects button. <laughs> oh, I'm loving it. After five years. What would be really funny is if it didn't actually pick up on the recording. Uh, if it was uh, just us yeah, just yeah, dancing yeah. around to nothing. Yeah. Um, the Say What podcast uh, is our newest sponsor. Uh, it's Big Papa Joe and the Notorious F-A-T-T. And we would like to say thank you very much for sponsoring it. but. Under no circumstances, go and listen to their podcast. Don't, don't go and listen to it's it. Truly, truly terrible. Um, I uh, I did go and uh, listen to the episodes I was on, and I got to be honest, I did have a little laugh. Yeah, I did have a little yeah, laugh. Yeah, you yeah. sort of said a, a yes, like it's a yeah, yeah. I listened, but please don't ask me about it because I didn't. Yeah, you've dragged me into deep water there. Exactly. I did speak to Just. I went for a drink. Uh, we got mortaled the other day, and uh, Justin was telling me about all the uh, things that he hasn't been able to put on yet. Um, and I'm like, God, you should put someone out on Patreon. Just him vomiting, just this. <laughs> so good. It's, it, I mean, we, we've we've seen it at a drunk cast when he gets uh, a little bit overexcited, away. too drunk. Yeah. Uh, I think that just happens weekly now. Mm. Um, so yeah, go check out uh, the Say What podcast uh, available wherever you get your podcast. Who else do we want to talk about? We're going to talk about Love Beer, baby, our longest running sponsor, Charles, Charlie, Chaz. Smelly Wood Boy. Uh, yes, he's been our longest sponsor. Love-beer.co.uk. There's no need to go to pubs anymore. You can just get one built in your back garden. Absolutely. Uh, he does wonderful pub bar installations of all shapes and sizes and styles. And he'll also help uh, hook you up, rig you up with the, the, the beer and the, the suppliers from your, your no-frills Carlins to your fancy pants um, craft beers from... Uh, whatever neck of the woods you fancy in the UK. So, yes, thanks, big thanks to Charles and uh, 
go and get treat yourself. Go and have a bar built. That's what I say. Absolutely. Wherever you want it. Wherever you want it. <laughs> okay. Uh, our last, last sponsor. I wish I had a whoop like uh, sound effect. I feel like though when um, Renzi Simon James walks into a bar, he gets something like that playing. Yeah. Just before he opens a can of whoop house on some bag punks. Yeah, definitely. Um, so uh, Summer Academy, mm. uh, it's uh, it's is put together by um, our homie uh, Sai. Go check him out. Um, we we tag him in all the posts on social media. Go check him out because. Um, you can also see kind of recent footage of some of his private um, one-to-one tuitions that he's mm-hmm. been doing. We shared them on our socials yes. um, yesterday. Learn martial arts. Um, physically, it's incredible for you. Mentally, it's incredible for you. Um, and as we've said before, essentially, um, if you've got uh, a neighbour you don't like or maybe a, you know, a great-great-grandparent you don't like... Or if your partner is just giving you trouble over the dinner table... Sai will teach you how to just old-fashioned dive across the table and throttle them. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. If you've got kids that are being uh, having a rough time at school, it can show you some amazing techniques to, to, to enter any um, infant or junior school um, <laughs> and, uh, and just absolutely fucking destroy uh, your opponent. So, um, yeah, find out about that and everything else at... Sam-academy.co.uk. We're getting a message because we've got a guest coming on soon. Exciting times. You will have a guest who's coming into the studio. Yeah. Ah, oh, fucking right then. Well, I guess we should crack on with the episode then, buddy-o, hey? Top five rivalries. Yeah. Um, and that was chosen by Stephen Mooney. Uh, thank you very much. I mean, we were talking Steve about Mooney. Some Mooney. Please send uh, nudes, actually. We was. Um, Bums popping out left, right and centre out of car windows. Absolutely. Um... Right, rivalries. rivalries. All right. So, obviously, um, we've all just done f- uh, fantasy ones, right? No. Oh, dear. So, I'm going to start this week. Go on, then. Uh, I'm going to start with a current one. You mentioned it as well earlier, but um, we're approaching uh, the weekend. We're, we're, we're just at, we're calling yes. this ahead of the weekend that we're going to see uh, Connor Ben versus Chris Eubank Jr. Uh which is super exciting. I mean, if the fight goes ahead, there's been some... Uh, the Boxing Board of Control have, have flagged um, that um, Conor Ben has popped for a, uh, traces of a fertility drug. Um, it would appear at the moment that the fight is still going ahead. Um, I don't know what uh, commission is, is, is allowing it or what, but, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I can't wait to see it. It's a, it's a super exciting fight. Growing up at the age I am... Uh, I got to witness the uh, the uh, for, for those that know nothing about um, boxing. Uh, let me explain where this rivalry come from. So in the nineties, uh, Connor's dad Nigel Ben uh, was uh, a world uh, middleweight champion, a dark destroyer. Uh, as was uh, Chris Eubank's dad, Chris Eubank. You all must know Chris Eubank uh, from uh, multiple reality TV <laughs> shows since. Um, and got a lisp like you as well, hasn't he? Actually, he has got a lisp yeah. like me. Uh, both are absolutely um, amazing fighters. You had um, Chris Eubank, who was uh, an absolute master craftsman with a chin of iron, <laughs> uh, and then you had the Dark Destroyer, Nigel Ben, that was just an absolute brawler. He was a fan favourite because he just had hands of stone and would knock people out ferociously and if he was being battered 
on the ropes, he could then be at his most dangerous. He would f- come flailing off of them ropes and, and just with guns are blazing. Um, and so are, you allowed, are you allowed to take them in at ring? Yeah, you are now, yeah. yeah. Um, Time's and it changed. felt that uh, at that point, it was like a golden era for the British middleweight, uh, for the world middleweight scene, and it all happened to be happening in the UK. So you had Chris Eubank, you had Michael Watson, you had Nigel Benn, um, and, and, and towards the tail end of their career, you had um, Joe Calzaghe um, fighting Eubank, um, Steve um, Collins. It was just, you know, it was such an amazing era for fights. Um, but nothing was more exciting than watching a Ben Eubank um Well, they fought fight. twice, didn't they? They did. And... What would it? What were the scores? Uh, I know. I'm just saying for the listeners, what were the scores? Just remind listeners of the scores. Will you tell them? Uh, uh, well, the first one was about four one, I think. And it was. Other, yeah. yeah, yeah. He got a hat trick in the first uh, yeah, one, yeah. Uh, but there was a couple of um, own goals and a home run in the second fight. Um, but what's happened since? In a really strange turn of events, both uh, both their sons have gone on to become. Uh, really, really good professional boxers. Uh, Chris Eubank Jr., uh, very much more established, um, has fought at a really high level, has fought, you know, some some amazing fighters. Um, and Conor Ben really making his mark on the uh, uh, on the industry now. Uh, however, there is a, uh, a noticeable weight difference in them, but they're, they've, they've met in the middle and, you know, I imagine Chris Eubanks got to cut a bit of weight for this one, and, and maybe Connor's got to put a bit on. He's got a rehydration clause, hasn't he? So he can't once he's cut that weight, he can't even drink as much water as he wants to uh, get to to the weight he wants to, which right. is just crazy, man. Yeah. So he's saying that he's fighting at sixty percent strength. Mm. That's like probably weight difference. Like if we had to fight, wouldn't we? We'd have to get a catch weight fight. I'd yeah. have to lose some of this fucking muscle, wouldn't I? Yeah. Muscle weighs more than fat, so you probably weigh about freestyle more than me because you're, you're hench at the moment. Um, but yeah, and so uh, as it happens, they've made it happen that their sons are going to fight. It's a huge step up in opposition for Connor, uh, for Connor yeah. Ben, um, but his game uh, and the whole backstory makes it so exciting that the rivalry continues with their sons. So that's my number five. Oh, it's a cracking one, mate. Let's just hope that um, that it happens and that little silly drug thing wasn't a real drugs thing and it's all, all fear-mongering for nothing. My number five? Mm. Chalk. Cheese. Do you want my number four? No, I'm just joking. Mine are much better than that. Fuck it, much better than that, mate. Um, are mine all fantasy? Because I just don't understand sports. Why are sport? They're not sport. I don't understand rivalries that aren't fantasy. It's too painful to think that people don't get on in the real world. Okay. I like um, Doc Holliday, Val Kilmer's rivalry with Michael Bain as Johnny Ringo. I watched that last night too. Was it on? Yeah. That's a weird coincidence. I watched it last night. Oh, shit, because I, I watched this scene about three weeks ago randomly. That's mental. I couldn't sleep last night. Yeah. I got up at about 1am and turned on and on whatever channel plus one was Tombstone. <sighs> and literally, as I turned it on, there's Val Kilmer sitting there playing poker, just looking fucking oh, slick as fuck. So and, and on death's door, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Sam Neill's slick in it. Obviously, yeah. fucking what's his name? Um, who's the main star? Um, it's, it's not Kevin Costa. That was the t- untouchable. No, um, 
Goldie Horns. Uh, oh, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Yeah, course, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kurt Russell. All got fucking dapper moustaches yeah. in there. But yeah, I'm your Huckleberry. I'm your Huckleberry. Because like Johnny Wingo thinks uh, the other guy's going to show up, innit? Yeah. And it isn't fucking Doc Holliday shows up in the end. And uh, Johnny Wingo's just a piece of shit. So I love Michael Bay in, in films. Yeah, he's in Terminator and Aliens. He was an absolute 80s megastar himself. But he plays a real rat piece of shit in Johnny Wingo. And um, yeah, he backs out of the kind of backs out of a, uh, a showdown with him pre- earlier on in the fight because he yeah. like no one wants to draw, no, no one wants to fucking go head to head with Doc Holliday, but in the end he thinks he's going to show up and uh, oh, it's either Kurt Russell or someone like that. He's going to go and have a. It little, is, yeah, uh, it's meant to be with Kurt, yeah. Uh, but <laughs> Doc Holliday shows up instead, and he's like, "Oh, for fuck's sake!" And then he sort of like Johnny Wingo sort of talks himself into it and goes, "Come on, then we can do this. We can do this." Yeah. And then Doc just shoots him straight in the head, doesn't he? And yeah. he's fucking like, like he's just stumbling around, zombified, isn't he? Yeah. And it's just like, yes. That's that's one of my favourite westerns. Oh yeah, it's cracking, it's cracking yeah. one. Because yeah. obviously, Costner did make his interpretation of White Earp, mm. didn't he? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, like Kilmer steals that. Yeah, film. oh fucking, it's right. great. Yeah, yeah. Oh, great Shout show. Shout out to great yeah, okay. show. What's your number four? Mate? Uh, I'm going to go for uh, the rivalry between Liam Gallagher and Robbie Williams. Oh, that's a really good shout. Uh, I quite like it. Um, I, 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 it got to the point at one point where there was call-outs for a celebrity boxing match. Yeah. Uh, I've got to be honest. Who do you have your money on? I know I'd have my money on. In a boxing match? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Robbie Williams yeah, all day absolutely. long. Like, yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. I think you can see that Robbie Williams would be naturally more athletic yeah. and... Like we could probably stack muscle on a lot yeah. easier than Liam. Liam must just stick a bottle over your head. Like exactly. Uh, like if there's an ashtray to hand, it yeah, would do better. Absolutely. But I love the fact that they were all buds at Glastonbury in '95 or whenever it was. Uh, peroxide Robbie uh, and Liam hanging out, and then yeah, then it just all went a bit bandy, didn't it? And then um, Robbie was with. One of the Appletons, wasn't he? Right. And then Liam ended up marrying one of the Appletons, yeah. uh, the one that Robbie was with. So there's like, oh yeah, that's got to be weird, hasn't it? Yeah, like as much Didn't as Liam you know, Howlett then go. What, what, no, Howlett's with the other Appleton. Oh yeah, Nick, yeah. Natalie, uh, Nicole. I get confused. So many too. But I love the fact that um, even if like. You know, your you, you, your girlfriend's previous you know relationships are always going to be something yeah. you, that that you know he's, he's going to make you just think. Oh, I wonder what he was like. Yeah, but when nice. it's someone as gobby and as, <laughs> as 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 always got a million and one things to say, sharp as a blade, funny as fuck, Liam Gallagher. Like I'm way more interested in what Liam's got to say than his songs now. <laughs> like yeah, 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 when yeah. new songs come out it means he's in the press which I just get so excited about <laughs> um, and I just don't think Robbie's got a, in, a, in the press leading up to a, 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 a brawl yeah. Robbie's not got the banter to deal with Liam no but I think he would have put him away I do agree yeah okay well, good shout, four. mate. Good yeah. fucking shout. I mean, Liam's not that big, is he? No, he's. Do you know what? He's really not. He's like five seven, isn't he? Or five eight. I always presumed he was about my stamp, and yeah. like was like really gangly. Yeah. And yeah, and then the, yeah. I, I, I did bump into him in the electric ballroom once yeah. uh, at a Verve gig, and I was like, "Oh my god, he's tiny!" 
Right. You just presume he's got this big kind of like monkey-like... You know he yeah. is. The Absolutely, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but no, not at all, yeah. Um, right, my, my number four is going to be um, Hank Schrader versus Walter White. Oh, I just you know, got a bit bored of that show, didn't I? Did you watch it through to the end or not? No. Oh, for fuck's sake. Hold out of that fucking weird episode. What was the weird... Oh, the fly one. Oh, it's just rubbish. You gave it all that genius on one episode, and that was it. See, for you. I don't, I don't go with genius. I don't think it's like, oh, honestly, it's the greatest show ever made. <laughs> it's not. It's not as good as Police Academy. Right, right. Just stop there. It's really great. I'd and, rather, and that, that rather watch an EastEnders omnibus from nineteen eighty eight. Oh God, I can't think of anything. The Breaking Bad. No way. It's just insane. Like if you get past that, right? Firstly, I do agree. You know, everyone needs to calm down about it. But it is very good. Like, whether or not anything deserves the hype, just the show. Pip, that's Pip's new single, by the way. I don't know if you know that. Just the show. Okay. Have you heard it? No. No? Breaking Bad, just the show. Vikings, just the show. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. You're actually struggling to think of shows, aren't you? This show the show. Just the show. <laughs> <laughs> um Oh, God, the, the story of Walter White is great. But actually, when you think about it, Hank Schrader is, the, is actually the main character of Breaking Bad. He's the good cop who takes five series to figure out that the person who's an absolute piece of shit is his fucking brother-in-law. And he, he can't believe it. But there's so many times where he nearly catches him. And it's just, it's just, it's just such a cool yes. rivalry. Because when he, he, you know, he almost says it jokingly in a couple of seasons when he's nearly there and he sees, he sees like on a notepad WW and asks Walter White what the initials WW for. And Walter says Willy Wonka. And it's like, when he finds out, he feels so fucking betrayed. And he should feel stupid as well. Maybe he does feel stupid. He should mate. feel really stupid. He's a bloody great cop. And the thing cop. is, it's like, if he was a better cop... 
They could have done that series in like four episodes, but they well, didn't. Well, they just made it last forever. Schrader saved him from Tuco. Saved him getting murdered by Tuco. Then he killed the two twins who fucked him up good time. Spoiler alert. Well, you know. Our listeners would have seen Breaking Bad by now. I don't reckon. They're not I poopies. reckon not every one of our listeners. All right. Well, I won't say the rest it. of it, but there's a really heartbreaking scene towards the end as well when Schrader says something to Walter White because um, Walter's trying to help him out. And it's fucking, it's brilliant. But he's also very upset. Whether or not he hates Walter or he's just so seethingly angry at the misjustice of what he's done, it's fucking shit hot. It's a really, I love that rivalry. I think it's a cracking rivalry. And, um, it's better than your number three. What is your number three? Star Wars versus Star Trek. Oh. Yeah. Like, because Star Wars is... Better. He's perfect. Mm-hmm. Star Trek's boring. <laughs> <laughs> I can just imagine you on a Sunday afternoon, Star Trek comes on and you, you've had a roast or something and you just start falling asleep. I would... Tunes all right. Tunes all right. Let me, let me tell you what that tune's not. What is? What is, mate? What is exactly? Star Trek probably starts with something that you have to think about, right? Star Wars explains it. Long time ago, Galaxy. Yeah, it gives you it gives you the backstory straight away. I know, I know where I'm at. Brilliant. I'm in space. Ages ago. I think that's why Star Wars is basically the only science fiction you like. Because at the start of it, it helps you get to where you need to be. It's exactly like you can't like it doesn't leave you to fill in the gaps of why are they on a different planet other than Earth? Yeah. What's a spaceship? It's not quiet either. Mm. Like I hate sci fi where things are quiet. Alien. Stuff like that. It just gives you space to think and like (laughs) it's like, oh come on. Whereas in like this was Return of the Jedi as an example, mm. right? Uh, right, what do we do? What do we do? Uh, let's go to Endor and just give loads of like people loads to think about because there's loads mm. of little essentially dogs, like mm. you know that In they rebranded as Ewoks, yeah. like, with spears, with spears. And I mean, fucking hell! Like Star Trek, the writers of Star Trek do not have that level of brain. They they tried in more recent years to give like, like, like little funny cool cool animals like things. Oh, but they don't use like big fucking cool guns and like no, don't. And, like, all their guns are like the size of a mobile phone and that's it and it, just sh- like and it just like freezes people it's like Doctor Who that's rubbish that's mm. really rubbish like mainly because the, the special effects are so poo in Doctor Who yeah that's what it should be called it's just Doctor like Who. a bad um, like, Halloween party Doctor Who yeah it really is uh, yeah but like the story is boring <laughs> Just like, I don't want that. Give me a snow speeder bombing around the legs of an at-at, blowing yeah. shit up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where it's at, you know? At. Um, yeah, and I just think people that go, no, 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 I just uh, Star Trek is like, what? Josh Weller would be so upset. Oh, no, Josh would be really upset right now. Um, but, yeah, it's it's not a patch on uh, on Star Wars. It's not even, it shouldn't even be mentioned in the same, same breath. I went to the cinema to watch Rafa Khan when it came out. And I thought, oh, this, this is going to be good. Mm. Who'd you go? Did you take a girl or did you go with your mates? or on your own? Probably I, on your own, actually. Uh, I've never been to the cinema on my own. I couldn't do it. that. Uh, I've, I never took a girl to the cinema, ever. What? I've, we've done this. I never went on dates, did I? I've never... T- like, I think until, like, my first, like, proper relationship, after being with her for about six months, I think we went to, like... 
like a beef eater carvery or something like that. It was the first time I'd ever gone out and had dinner with a girl. I feel like that makes you really cool. Like I had to do all the boring things, basically. It took them to a cinema because I didn't have enough game to have a conversation. Yeah, but you did also then, still to this day, have never explained why you was in a cinema naked. <laughs> like, Not so completely naked. You had your pants on? Yeah, I had my pants on. Right, okay, okay. Right. Uh, yeah, so uh, Star Trek versus uh, Star Wars, no rivalry uh, whatsoever because they shouldn't be mentioned in the same breath. Okay, good shout. I agree, no argument here. Batman versus Joker is my number three. Or is it my number two? It's probably one of them. No, it's number three because you went first. Right. The Dark Knight is a really good, fun film, isn't it? Have you watched that one? Yeah, I wouldn't say fun. I think it's brilliant. I think Heath Leather, Christian Bale did a so, really... So, sorry, Heath Leather Jacket, did you just say? Heath Ledger, I didn't even give me a fucking break. I get enough names wrong. Heath Leather. <laughs> Heath Leather? Did you say Heath Badger? No. Um, oh, the fact that Batman won't ever kill anyone and the Joker won't kill Batman because he's too much fun to have around just puts him in this infinite time loop Pussies. of paradoxical... Stupidity, because it does lead the Joker to killing lots more people that Batman could stop if he would just drop him off the side of a building. Oh, it's like Johnny Utah, isn't it? He won't, he won't fucking take out Swayze, like uh, because he's like, right. oh, right, yeah, shoots the yeah. air because. Oh yeah, so I was getting very confused then. Yes, I know that scene. Point now. break. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he won't do it, will he? Shoots no. in the air. Um. Yeah. No. I. Obviously, they've made comic books great for DC, that that relationship. I ain't got much else to say about it, to be honest with you. Just, again, it's like Breaking Bad. I don't want the fucking forever. Just, do you know what? You want it in and out and done, wrapped up? Like, the Joker, right? Mm. Like, um, old... Uh, the crown prince of in, thieves. Um, Heath Leather Jacket, he does it in Crime. the... Um, Film. Then he, he walked around the table. <laughs> the Why does he kill him with the with the, with uh, the pencil? Pencil, yeah. See, yeah. The, the, he's very capable. Just go and see old fucking Bruce Wayne, mm. and just done. Mm. No more fucking. Oh, there's another Batman film. Oh yeah, but this one's really different. This one's really dark. Mm. Oh, they're all dark. Yeah, but like, oh, just do you want to like Batman film, or do you just not want a Batman film? Would you prefer a Batman film where it's just? Bruce Wayne dealing with his like financial affairs, like in 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 like you know Wayne Tech Enterprises or something like that. <laughs> Would that be better? No. Um, what my perfect Batman film, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Would be like just a, a, like I'd just like to see him sit there with like a shrink and then just go right. Why 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 Batman? Like cause bats aren't cool. Like mm. why not? Why were you not called Lion Man? Or Tiger Man. <laughs> I'd love to see you write a comic. Like, because comic. it's so much better. Like, okay. Because like... Who's Lion Man's arch villain then, Nemesis? Um, Is it a poacher or something? Uh, the Slow Worm. Oh, Batman. Lion Man versus the Slow Worm. Make, I can see the poster already. Yeah, so can I. Is it a normal size Slow Worm? No, of course not. It's not much for the fight. I don't think no, no. I think a lion would just ignore a normal Slow Worm. It's not a normal lion, is it? It's lion man. Mm. Like it's not the size of a lion; it's the size of a man as a okay, lion. Okay, right. Like, um, yeah, and I just think 
if you're lying, man, you instantly just come out and you roar, and everyone's like, fucking hell. But because you're a human, you can tailor your roar to just go like, roar, you can't. <laughs> and like, <laughs> which I think will be even more aggressive. Yeah, it's great. And like, whereas Batman, what does he do? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? So much fun. Speak up, man. Can you tell me why slow? Why is he going against the slow worm? Because a, a slow worm, it, 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 it's it's shrouded in mystery. <laughs> They're not necessarily slow. They're not a worm. They're essentially a snake. Uh, and they move quite quickly. So I think that it'd be deceiving. And that's what you want in a criminal mastermind. You know, pulls you in with like, oh, it's a little worm. But no, it's not. It's a snake that will literally take your fucking face off. Uh, and if that wrapped itself around Batman, game over. If it wrapped itself Lion around Man. Lion Man, different game of fish, mate. So it's a more equal fight. Different game of fish. Different, ca- <laughs> different kettle of fish. <laughs> you prick. <laughs> <laughs> What's your number two? One one. <laughs> What's your number two? Fucking Stanley. Uh. <laughs> He's rolling in his grave. No, he didn't come up with that. Oh dear. Um, uh, Rocky versus Apollo. <laughs> that's that's my number two. It's perfect. Yeah, I thought I thought you might if you're doing. I thought you might do all real life ones, so I was worried. No. So I thought I better get it in there just for you, really. Yeah. Just how thoughtful I am. Oh, thanks, man. It's perfect, isn't it? It's is great. Two two like absolute epic fights. Hmm. You know the, the 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 massive underdog in. Uh... Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Uh, the Italian stallion. Yep. Uh, but the king of sing is just constantly just giving it to him, mm. like gives him his opportunity, but then comes unstuck, still wins the fight, but people are doubting him. Rocky II, the best film, comes back and, uh, and, and Rocky takes him out, you know, final round, both hit each other, both go down. Who's going to make the count of 10? Stallion does. Cue uh, the best music ever, the, the winning music to the Monta, uh, uh, the winning music in the Rocky films. Before you, before that, I really want to have a few drinks with you and watch like Rocky One and Two because by the end of it, we're both being an absolute <laughs> mess, <laughs> covered in blood and crying, yeah. and come. What? Um, what? Um, uh, Absolutely, the fact that also like Apollo isn't like unlikable. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's not like a rivalry where there's obviously clear, obviously with Lion Man and Slower, we know who the bad guy is, right? Yeah. But with 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 those guys, like Apollo is sort of like the antagonist to an extent, but he's not utterly dis- unlikable. No, like, not like Clubber Lang. No, no, or Drago. Yeah, you know, both reasonable rivalries, but yeah, it's it's that they're both committed because they've both got um, values. Yeah, that's what makes that a cracking rivalry. Absolutely. Fast forward to Rocky Three, Clubber Lang, aka Mister T, aka Ba Baracus. Mm. Uh, is an evil character. Apollo's retired, then trains Stallion. Mm. 
mm-hmm. and you get the most beautiful bromance ever. Yeah. You, you, you get the beach running scenes, which are some of the most erotic they are. Uh, scenes ever, ever to have made cinema. Um, and I, then I I'll mentioned be- that being homoerotic to some blokes the other day, and they did not, they did not like hearing that. Uh, no, they're not. <laughs> it's, in my top, okay, it's, in my top, it's in my top three wanks. Yeah, exactly. It should be in everyone's top three yeah. wanks. Top Gun, um, beach volleyball. Sexy. Very sexy. Yeah. Um, and then and uh, showgirls. <laughs> before you get to... Uh, uh, um, and then Rocky Four, uh, and, and we then see uh, Ivan Drago kill Apollo Creed uh, in an exhibition match only to have his death avenged by the stallion. Yep. It's a fucking beautiful rivalry mm. that just ends in a beautiful friendship. Well, he ends up making up with Drago. Uh, he does in, um, is it Creed? Sort of, Creed 2, yeah. sort of. Yeah. Not not completely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, not, com- it's not, not completely that straightforward. But again, Creed, pretty decent. What a nice way to, what a lovely way to make sequels, I think, was Creed. I yeah. thought it was a very great setup. Yeah. Pretty decent films, but not quite the Rocky, Not don't quite have the Rocky magic. No, but, uh, definitely not. Yeah, yeah, but pretty decent. Perfect. I, I quite liked it. Uh, so my number one okay. is the classic timeless battle of Jim Halpert versus Dwight Schrute. Is that your number one My as well? My number one's The Office. No way. Mine's Good. American Office versus English Office. Oh, oh okay. Because I nearly did Gareth versus Tim. Yeah. But in two short seasons, Tim just always get, like, it's just a whitewash. And you could argue Jim versus Dwight is basically a whitewash too. But it's a perpetual whitewash of about eight seasons. Jim and Dwight, as much as I love uh, Tim and Gareth. Tim was the pioneer. <laughs> 100%. But the fact that you've got, like... <laughs> Ten seasons yeah. of Jim and uh, and Dwight. He's just unreal. Oh yeah, yeah. Unreal. Mega desk as an opener is <laughs> fucking brilliant. Like, there's yeah. so many. The facts yeah. from Future oh, Dwight. Oh, the Future Facts is, is <laughs> that that's the one. That's the special mention I had. The facts from Future Dwight is just incredible. When Jim starts coming into work dressed as Dwight, um, and like, and he's got photos uh, of his family. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, it, it, it's incredible. It is incredible. And, and I've still got um, friends, listen to this podcast um, that literally um, Lorna posted on socials the other day. Oh, finally getting around to trying the, the US office. I don't think I'm going to like it because I love the UK office so much. Mm. And I'm like, mate, yeah. you are in for a treat. I know. They're two completely different things. Yeah, yeah. Like, get past the first two episodes yeah, of yeah. The American yeah, Office, yeah. which is obviously very similar yeah. in plot line. Yeah. But then the characters in both are just perfect. Yeah. And you just... The American Office so becomes good. like one of the, I, I think, one of the greatest comedies ever. Ah, uh, yeah. I can't believe they managed to keep doing it and doing it and doing it with it. It's just funny. so consistent. It's, yeah, it's very consistent. It's like South Park levels of consistency. It's very difficult to 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 run that hot for so long. I think absolutely, um, especially off the back of the original. I mean, very rarely do you get that. Mm. So yeah, it's absolutely incredible. Um, yeah, my, my, I still haven't quite convinced Molly to 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 make the jump yet. Into oh American God, office, what a what a road, what a absolute road to go down once you've opened that. Because fucking hell, it's literally ten seasons of just absolute non-stop laughs. Like 
you're going to get to meet Prison Mike. Prison Mike is unbelievable. Like, oh, I just love it. And, like, and you're also going to meet um, the Nard Dog, Andy Bernard, who is just incredible. Yeah, yeah. Like, the fact that like, him referring to Jim as Big Tuna for, like, because once Jim had a tuna sandwich. He's fucking brilliant. Like, and, and just... Just watching Dwight York, uh, Dwight York, Dwight Schrute, uh, start a um, a fire in a bin t- <laughs> and lock all the doors <laughs> to test how people get yeah. uh, on with a fire alarm. Yeah. Uh, parkour when you see them oh, God, do yeah. that, and Andrew Bernard <laughs> just make a jump from the top of a container. <laughs> it's one of the funniest things you will ever yeah, see. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So, would you give it to the American office then? <sighs> it's so difficult, isn't it? Because the UK office is the pioneer, and it didn't exactly do it badly. It did it very well. The UK office is perfect. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. It's yeah. absolutely yeah, yeah. perfect. It's a draw. Uh, yes. But I, I will lean on the American mm. office because there's more of it. Yeah. And yeah. I know Vicky always says, like, you know, he, he doesn't. He wants to do the 40 Towers approach of, yeah, like, yeah. you know, keep it short, never sort of exceed <laughs> two seasons. And they've done the Christmas ones, which were perfect. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's impossible to choose. What your thoughts, gang? Let us know. Let yeah. us know. Yeah, it's a really good point. Well, we don't do enough of this. It's like when we post things. So when you finish listening to this, go onto the Patreon right now, stop playing with the microphone leads, and then, um, yeah, go in the comments uh, on Patreon underneath this and let us know if you're UK office or US office and why. And uh, we'll have that battle. Let's have our own rivalries. Who'd be the best rivalries in a, in a, uh, in a of a Patreon rivalry? Oh, let's not. St- we don't need to start any more infighting or set like terrorist cells starting in the uh, the, the, the murder death cult. Was it the MSC murder? Cell? I yeah. forgot. I've even forgotten your acronym, guys. Who are you saying then? I'm going to go with because I I know. Uh, You've you've got the two sides, haven't you? Mm. And I know they hate each other, mm. yeah. like passionately. Mm. Mm. Like so, I'd like to kind of, if we see them both in the same room at the just same time, up, do that up. kind of thing of just like yeah, you don't like you, oh yeah, see, yeah, fucking you. And then like you? even though they probably both don't want it, we'll just I'll stand behind one, really, you stand behind the other, really and we'll twist. push them into yeah, each other, yeah, really and then just all up. start screaming fight. Yeah. Right. Right, we'll do that. We'll do that at the uh, Christmas show. Let's do that at the Christmas Sweet. show. See you there. Yeah. Bye. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast.